Lake Effect brings you conversations about what's happening in Milwaukee and the people, places, and organizations that shape our community. This is Lake Effect Spotlight from WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. A picture book brings to life a very special wind turbine in Milwaukee. You've probably seen it before, on the southern shore of Lake Michigan by the Hone Bridge. Milwaukee author and educator Katie Meyer wrote a book for young readers called Gust. That's her name for the little wind turbine who wants to help his community, but doesn't know how. Meyer speaks with WUWM's Lena Tran about the turbine and her book. Take a drive on the Hone Bridge and you can't miss it. The small, lone wind turbine on the south end of the bridge right by the lake. When she first moved to Milwaukee five years ago, Katie Meyer noticed it too. And she couldn't get this little wind turbine out of her head. She named him Gust. Gust E. Day. This is what Gust sounds like close up. Kind of like someone's hair is getting brushed over and over. Meyer told me about how her fixation on the wind turbine started and how it became Gust, the book. When I moved to Milwaukee and bought a house in Bayview around 2018, the wind turbine is unavoidable. I mean, I would take my dog for walks by the lake, when I went to the farmer's market or beer garden at South Shore, even on my commute to work over the home bridge, I just kept seeing the wind turbine. It was everywhere. So for those of you who haven't seen it, though, the wind turbine stands alone. It's not in a wind farm like most wind turbines that I've experienced kind of out in a rural, very large field area. And it is smaller than any wind turbine I've seen previously. Um, In fact, it's less than half the size of most average wind turbines. And it's in the middle of a city, which is very unusual to me, um, and I think unusual for wind turbines, and also right on the shore of Lake Michigan. So it just really stood out to me as part of our Milwaukee skyline. And then no one was talking about it. Uh I was so surprised as someone new to the area. And maybe it's because I came from Washington, D.C., which is a city of memorials and monuments. But it was such a standout feature to me about the Milwaukee area. And I thought it deserved as much attention as, like, our Hone Bridge or our Clock Tower or the Milwaukee Art Museum and all these other great features that I was learning about my new city and also seeing kind of photographed and depicted. And then I myself was new to a city with few friends (laughs) at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, COVID hit almost, well, very soon after when we moved into our new home. So there was like a lot I couldn't do to explore and get to know Milwaukee or meet people. Maybe I can blame COVID isolation for why I characterized and named a wind turbine and started talking to it. But fortunately for me, I had one friend in the city who actually just became the new port director at Port Milwaukee at the time that I was thinking about this and researching and writing. And I learned that that wind turbine I'd been seeing stood on Port Milwaukee grounds. So I had one, at least one other person who felt as passionately about this wind turbine as I was beginning to feel. And I just really wanted to tell its story. That's so cool. Well, so you had these questions about this wind turbine, Mm -hmm. which anyone would recognize. Did you just happen to ask your friend, like, oh, do you know about this turbine because it's near the port? Or like, how did you make that connection? Yeah, I think I was starting to talk about it. I got curious, asked questions. And as I was kind of seeing the wind turbine, I kept thinking about what it might see from this great vantage point over a busy working port. I had never lived in a city that had like an active working port. And so 
the book was always from the wind turbine's perspective in my mind. So I just started researching the wind turbine, asking questions and thinking about what a view it got, what it would see of the city and the port and the Great Lake, and what he might think and do standing over it all. As I learned, I was amazed at how much the wind turbine did for the port and for our city. And the people at Port Milwaukee have been so gracious in answering all my questions and championing their little wind turbine. And I am an educator. I'm in education myself. And so I always kind of think about children's literacy. And so that was in the back of my brain. And so I started to research books that already exist and learned that there are very few fictional books or stories about wind turbines, and especially for younger children, and none that I've been able to find that have a wind turbine as sort of an anthropomorphized character, especially the main character. Uh So I learned a lot researching Gust, and as I learned more, I just really wanted to make it come to life. And also, the timing was right. Mm -hmm. I mean, climate conversations are happening more and more at the table, right, at the dinner table. We're all experiencing, like, the massive and often dangerous impact on our world and changes in our world. So it just felt really urgent and important um, to share. And I, like I said, I'm in education, so it might not come as a surprise, but I really believe that children are the future of climate justice and that they need to grow up knowing more and doing better than we are. Not that we as adults can opt out. We're not off the hook. I thought Gust could be a child-friendly introduction to wind energy and an entry point for parents and educators to talk to kids about renewable energy Mm -hmm. sources, starting with our very own success story. Absolutely. Can you say more about what you mentioned, like Gus was doing so much for the port. What, What is the role that this turbine plays in the port of Milwaukee? Yeah, I have learned a lot, but I always want to say I am an author and educator first, not a wind turbine or (laughs) wind energy expert, because sometimes I get questions and I'm like, I'm not actually sure. But I have learned a lot. And some of the things that I've learned, City of Milwaukee's Environmental Collaboration Office or Eco Office and Port Milwaukee installed our wind turbine in 2012. So Gus turned 11 this year. (laughs) That wind turbine is 100 kilowatts and is... 154 feet tall, which is about half the height of most average wind turbines. But it has already far exceeded the initial estimates in clean energy production and savings for our city. So kind of a twofold thing that it does. First, it provides the port's headquarters administration building with over 100% of its electricity needed, Mm -hmm. making it the first Milwaukee City building to be a net zero electric energy user with clean renewable energy. So it's very exciting. That's so cool. (laughs) Not only does it power the port's headquarters building, but it actually produces enough wind energy to sell some back to the city's power grid. And so it can power up to 18 average Wisconsin homes a year, like yours or mine or your listeners. And so it has both an environmental and an economic benefit. And the savings on the city's electric bill um, since the installation has been about 200000 across the last 10 years. That's amazing. It's huge, right? Yeah. And, no, and like people aren't talking about it. So yeah. it also creates revenue for the city each year. It actually creates about $8,000 in revenue per year on average. Mm. Well, um, I love that you created this little superhero for us. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the thing that I love. You know, it's so recognizable. 
and he really is this like powerhouse little wind turbine. Yeah. It's very fun to see him come to life with all the other characters on the shoreline, mm-hmm. whether it's the lighthouse or the bridge. Does thinking that way come naturally to you, like seeing them as characters? I think so. I think I've always been a book lover and a book reader. I was an elementary educator, still work in um, education. And so I see the world, I think, in a lot of stories. And so as I was thinking about this character, I just sort of started characterizing everything else that I would see. And I know that kids enjoy things that move, things that go, right? So seeing things like trains and boats and trucks would help make it feel more accessible and relevant to kids and then introduce this character, this idea of a wind turbine and wind energy and how it works as sort of a primer for renewable energy. I had never lived in a city that had a working port, so I had to ask a lot of questions about it. And I also hope that kids will learn a little bit about it. There's some, you know, kind of academic vocabulary like cargo and port that are thrown into the book for kids to experience and learn and get some background knowledge on so that when they're a grown adult, they have more understanding than I did. (laughs) And when you decided that you wanted to make this book... How did you move from having the character Gust? Gust E. Day is his full name. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to throw something in there for parents yeah. to be able to giggle at, too. <laughs> I'm sure parents appreciate that. But so how do you move from that character to the central like narrative of the book, this problem that he has, which is that mm-hmm. Gust wants to help, but he doesn't know how? Yeah, he feels really stuck being a wind turbine that is literally stuck into the ground and sees everybody else moving around him in this busy port, whether it's people or the other characters. And then sort of the solution is actually a change in Gust himself, realizing that he also has a job to do. And so that's part of what I hope kids and and parents take out of the story or take away from it. There's these ideas of community and belonging and friendship that actually can really resonate with kids around this age, too. That's sweet. You have taught kids with so many books, you know, as a teacher and educator. So I'm sure that you have many favorites and your own ideas about (laughs) what makes a really wonderful book for kids. What did you want to bring to life in your own book? This is your first. Yes, it is my first. I really wanted it to be engaging. I wanted it to be something that kids would be interested in returning back to. I've really loved the stories that I've gotten from families, parents, classrooms, even when they're like, my kid keeps asking to read your book over and over. And, you know, <laughs> I'm like, uh, sorry. But I wanted to be something that really spoke to kids, whether it was sort of the lesson, knowing that um, we all have different jobs to do, different skills, identities, perspectives, and that bringing that all together and working together helps our community run. And that even the smallest people, wind turbines, actions can have a really big impact. But I also wanted them to have some curiosity about the world around them and learn new things like uh, the setting of the port. A lot of children don't know what a port is, so this is an entry point for that. Obviously, wind turbine and wind energy and renewable energy. So I wanted them to look at the world differently, seeing these like ships with eyes and the characterized trains, as well as have some questions about the world around them. Mm -hmm. It's such a gift to have a book like this that is getting at all those themes, but it's also like in our backyard and Mm -hmm. all these things that all these kids will definitely recognize. So There's a couple little Milwaukee nods, wink and nod um, in the story that definitely Milwaukee readers will recognize. 
That was WUWM's Lena Tran speaking with Katie Meyer, the author of Gust, a book for young readers. Meyer will be reading the book at the Milwaukee Public Library's Bayview branch on Tuesday, November 14th. You can find more interviews like this one by visiting wuwm.com slash lake effect. And while you're there, subscribe to the Lake Effect Spotlight podcast.